Mood.tv We got the Gregor Man back, everybody. Oh, I'm back. Oh, yeah. He's been working on that song the whole time. He's been practicing. Listen, I'm not a musician like you guys, okay? It takes me a couple of weeks to really nail down that first part of the song. I'll get the rest to you by like five, six year anniversary. I thought you did a great job. I like it. It's just a start. Yeah, it's good. It's just a start. And we got EJ5000. As a previous carpenter, I like to say that I sing my nails. As where you guys like to nail your notes, I, I like to... I like to... Interesting. Yeah, there's something there. There's yeah. Something there. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> Take it to the woodshed. That is a roll top to bring it back <laughs> from ancient times. Oh, man, roll tops. Do you both sing in the shower? Not anymore. Not anymore. I used to. There was a time. Now I have a shower speaker and an iPad, so... Those are usually hooked up and I'm watching something. <laughs> yeah, I got a shower speaker too. It just changed the shower game. Ah. Yeah, it really does. It is. It's nice because I'll, I like to take candlelit showers in the evening. Wow, dangerous. I love it. And I'll put on creepy podcasts <laughs> and I'll sit in the dark and listen to my creepy <laughs> podcasts with the light of the dancing candles. What kind of creepy podcasts? What kind of candles? <laughs> Like ghost stories or rape stories? What are you listening now, to? No, I'm not a true crime kind of fella. I like, I'll listen to lore sometimes. You know, it's just, you don't know if it's real or not. He just tells kind of ghosty stories. Cool. But okay. I kind of, I don't know. I find it I find it very comforting. I mean, there was a time when I would take candlelit showers and listen to Enya. But those days, those days ended. So the music has changed, but the candlelit showers hasn't. No, candlelit showers are the best. I don't know if you would do those, but they're really nice. I mean, I like when I have like, when you have a bathroom that has like the big light and then the light over the shower and you just turn the light over the shower. Yeah, I like that. So it's kind of like spa lighting, but I don't know if I've ever done candlelit showers. Ooh, it's nice. It's... Do you have like a glass door or do you have like a shower curtain? No, there's, there's a curtain, but you know, I, I like, I can open the curtain a little bit and I can see the kind of the flames flickering on the wall. <laughs> so you're oh. really showered in like pitch black. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. That's my fave. I mean, there's definitely some light coming out of uh, coming through the apartment window because there's a window in the shower in my shower. Oh, one of the frosted ones or the weird yeah, ones you it's can't frosty. See unless you open it and then you can see right through it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little frosty. I do something kind of similar. I take like my my giant subwoofer and I play the sounds of beehives, and then I take a <laughs> strobe light and I just flash that in the bathroom when I shower. <laughs> it's a good time. You should really do it. That sounds really relaxing. It is, you know, and like. You start to just feel all comfy and cozy like you're in the womb. You could drift right off to sleep. <laughs> and then a little after the beehives, the monster mash comes on. <laughs> Wouldn't that give you diarrhea? Could you get diarrhea from that? Uh, people that do have photosensitivity uh, can get all sorts of weird symptoms uh, when it comes to strobe lights and stuff. And the sound, I don't know. They say there's a brown sound. There's a certain frequency that can mess with your bowels. and <laughs> Right, the brown note. Well, I just wonder if you sit on a subwoofer. If you sit <laughs> upon a subwoofer and you already have... The gurgles, the bubble guts. I wonder if that could make you shit your pants. I, I would, I'm going to go with, yeah, I think so. And I'm going to say if it's in the shower, you're going to shit your pants. It just might not be the sounds that do it. it might be the death <laughs> from the electricity. Well, let me stop you there. If you're in the shower, you shouldn't have pants on. So you can't shit your pants if you don't have pants on. <laughs> Who were we talking to that was like trying to smush shit down the drain? Was that on this show? What? Didn't we have somebody on? Didn't we talk to somebody that accidentally shit in the shower and they tried to, they had to like shove it down the drain with their foot? 
Is that this show or is that some other part of my life? Who are you talking to? Could have been this show, but it wasn't me. I could say that. I know it wasn't me. Okay, that's interesting. Write in if you if you are that person because I could swear that somebody was talking to me within the last two years about that, and I thought it was definitely on this show. And if it wasn't on the show, we'll have you on the show to talk about it. Yeah, my goodness. Yes, we yeah. will. <laughs> that is gross. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, we just have... We have some nice write-ins today, so we're just gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, our friend Dan has been kind enough to furnish us with more write-ins. Thank you, Dan. We love it, uh, and we appreciate it. And so this is a Dan original right here. Have you ever ever caved and bought something off of a tacky TV infomercial? You know that made-for-TV kind of jammer. What was it? And was there a point in the commercial where you said sold? <laughs> Have you ever bought something like the as seen on TV, like anything like that section of a brick and mortar store as well? So anything that could have been purchased on TV, have you ever done it that way? I, I got a couple already. Um, the one one that comes to my the first thing that came to my mind was one whenever I was a kid, it was my parents who bought it. And uh, they were these wonderful plastic cooking things that you were able to make pierogies and little pies with. Ooh. So they basically looked like a circle that folded in half. Hmm. And there was like three different sizes of them. And, you know, they were made for TV. Buy Axe Now and get twice as the amount or whatever, too. And it came with like a cookbook, which was really a, a sheet of paper printed out, you know. Oh, yeah. Because it never had a real cookbook. Now, whatever the extra thing is, it never was good. Um, but we used them probably twice, maybe three times because they worked really well. But we just do pierogies and stuff our own old school way. But we did buy those and we did love those. Hey, you got some use out of it. Yeah. And this was right around the same time of that explosion of the, I, I want to say the explosion of, of buy it now on TV stuff where my favorite historically of all time, the Flobie. <laughs> you got a Flobie? Did not buy the Flobie. I just want to remind our listeners. I was going to say, uh, that would have been amazing. And I guess you guys know, but uh, for the listeners that don't know, if the Flobie was this magical device that you hooked up to your vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah. So that you didn't have to know how to cut hair. You would just put on this blade attachment <laughs> and you would set the height and you would suck the hair into the vacuum and it would supposedly cut your hair at that length and it was supposed to look perfect <laughs> and you didn't have a mess because it was sucked right into the vacuum so it's like a good idea in theory but i yeah, i mean i've never met anybody that's had one and i would imagine that they had lawsuits i haven't either like there's no way that that worked the way it was supposed to i didn't even know they were real i thought it was just on wayne's world i remember growing up there was a a friend um a friend who's who's allegedly and i don't think anybody ever saw it um, but his dad was like um, a crazy OCD guy, and apparently he used a Flobie. Interesting. And it would make sense because his hair never looked different, so he could probably do it like every third day. Did it look good? I mean, it was high and tight. <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess it did the job. If um, if if he was in fact using a Flobie, like his hair never looked out of place. That's what the Flobie does. High and tight. That's what the Flobie does. High and tight. But they always showed like a girl with super long hair because it made it more appealing, you know, and the attachment was like... 15 inches long and it was sucking it all up in there it was such a neat commercial i'll try to like post it on instagram this week or, or the, the social media so people don't know what it's all about it's hilarious and greg man how about you have you ever caved uh, i i personally have not but i do have three stories of my father oh oh yeah <laughs> has caved yes. into infomercials oh i love that much to the chagrin of mom that's susceptible three i mean that's a good amount three almost all well two of them name brand so we had and I'm pretty sure it was used one weekend when it was first received. The Jack LaLanne Juice Man 3000. Oh, I remember that thing. 
it took about a bag of oranges to get one glass of orange juice. And this was the one. So you basically could just shove any fruit in it and it would separate like the bad stuff from the juice. Right. Hmm. I remember. Apparently. Really, it just shot probably 90% of the orange out one side and just squeeze a little bit of juice out into a cup. And you'd get like maybe an eighth of a cup per orange. And I mean, we literally used it one weekend. Everybody got about a quarter cup of orange juice and then it was never used again. <laughs> Did it sit prominently in your kitchen? Was it like big? So that was when we had the enclosed porch and it basically stayed on like the second freezer out there and never moved after that first, first juice. Yep. Yeah, that'll do it. Then we had the Ron Popeil rotisserie cooker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mr. Popeil. We used, I would say, a handful of times, at the most two handfuls of times. Um, but it had this <laughs> this creek. It would, because, you know, there, for those who don't know, it was basically like this, it's like a glorified toaster oven that had like a spit inside of it. So it would spin whatever you want. It had like the burger attachment, which like sandwich burgers in, we probably only use it for the chicken, but it had this <laughs> like every rotation. It sounds like something Anthony would play in the shower when he does a candlelit shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without fail, every rotation, it made the same noise. So that didn't last very long either. Oh, did it drive everybody crazy? Was everybody like the shining? Oh, it was miserable because it's in the kitchen. And at the time, our kitchen was basically attached to our living room. So like, and it's like a slow cooker that's not yeah. nearly as effective. So it took hours to cook a chicken. <laughs> And you just had to listen to this <laughs> every rotation. Did you ever get in a big fight and then all you hear was that afterwards? <laughs> I wish. That or we were watching a movie and it was like a super silent part and it's just like... That feeling, like what you're talking about right now is why I hate the sound of water being poured slowly in a glass. Like if I'm having a, if I'm in a bad mood and then all I hear is water being poured slowly into a glass... It makes me fly off the handle. So I wonder if it would be the same with that noise. I don't know who you hang out with who like slowly pours water into a glass, though. I remember vividly, I was going through like one of the shittiest times of my life, and there was a beer commercial, and and everything was really loud leading up to it, like, this amazing Coors Light Beer! And it was like, and then everything cut out. It was just, just a slow pour into the glass, and it's supposed to sound refreshing. And I, oh, I was so mad. Oh, I can feel it right now. I just girded my loins. Dude, does ascending scales, does that bother you too? Because like, you know, the sound goes up. Are there slide whistles that ascend? Anything else? That Not the same. I think it's just, it's so, it's like if you were to, it's very similar to this, this, this roaster thing, this spit thing. Because I think if you got in a big fight and you were seething and then all of a sudden you hear, like, it would just be insult to injury. It's like the world truly does not care about you. And then you know for sure that that's true. Huh, all right. I think that's why it bothers me. All right. So the third one, I will say I enjoyed thoroughly. Because we're sitting there. Nobody knew my dad had ordered it. It must have been a late night purchase. And the UPS man comes. And he just starts bringing boxes in our house. <laughs> boxes. My dad ordered one of those, like... 800 piece knife sets. Oh yeah. Where like, he was like, he had this grand idea. My mom was pissed. He was like, no, we're going to go get a lot at the flea market, which I think we've talked about in previous episodes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we're going to sell these knives. <laughs> oh, oh, he was enterprising. So it was like, you know, it was like sets, like 10 of the same pocket knife and then different pocket knives. And then of course you get like the bonus gifts. So there was like this big ass Bowie knife. There was like a ninja sword that was only like, 
maybe 12 inches long. Oh, yeah. It had nice. all these like really cool one-offs and then just boxes upon boxes of different size, length, switch open, like different styles of pocket knives and like tiny ones, big ones. And I'm pretty sure those are probably, if they aren't in the trash, are in a plastic bin somewhere in my parents' house in Florida to this day. I, oh, man, that's fantastic. Because <laughs> they lived under the stairs. We never got a lot at the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us ever wanted to do eBay. I mean, it was awesome. Like, I mean, for a kid, like a teenager, to get just box upon box upon box of knives, it was pretty sweet. Did you get one? Were any of them able to be used by you guys or did you steal <laughs> any of them? I mean, I took that. I'm pretty sure we broke the Bowie knife out in the woods somewhere. Because that's the thing. None of these were of great quality. Yeah. <laughs> and none of them were that sharp. So, like, I went out there, probably hacked a tree a bunch of times, and then almost cut myself because it, like, snapped off and went somewhere. But, I mean, we, we used them. The ninja sword we used, it was just basically a piece of steel that was slightly sharpened with, like, rope around the handle. So, yeah, all the one-off ones we, we used... Because we were like, after a year, we were like, we're not getting a flea market, so it's time to play with these. <laughs> this pocket knife that I have right here might be one of them. Nice. That's awesome. Because I don't know where I got this, and I wouldn't be surprised. And it has a stupid name. It's called the Barracuda. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> so it's it's a really good chance that this is one of the pocket knives from that set. Were they all fish named? Um, I'm sure there was like a whole series. Like, I don't think you understand. Like This is like at least 800 piece set. Like There was a lot of knives, of blades. Oh, there's probably 800 fish in the sea. Yeah, so. you got plenty of fish to choose from. You got your clown fish. You got your clown knife. If that's the Barracuda, I'm sure they're all fish named. Like the Guppy is probably like a little one yeah You're, you got a puffer knife <laughs> the swordfish sword all kinds of options as far as the infomercials go that was by far my favorite purchase my dad had ever made yeah i love that i bought one recently like probably within the last two or three months but it's not as wacky as it sounds gonna be kind of boring but it's true i did buy it it's like it's and I, this wasn't over the tv this was at like uh big lots they have that section that yeah, we're talking right. about where it's like yeah and it's just an outlet that you it's a, a a big ass thing that you put on your outlet that takes up the two spaces but then it makes like one two three four five six oh yeah those are useful seven it's got like seven outlets all around it it's got a little tray to put your phone and then it has like two usb hubs you need power yeah and so i bought one of them i frequent like every time i see that section in a store i go like i i do buy from that section whenever it makes sense it's just so neat to see that stuff we did buy like the crappy quote unquote air fryer from uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, which is basically just um, a rack on top of a cookie sheet. And it's supposed to let the air go through everything and we barely use it. Let me ask you something else now. I, just out of curiosity, do you think Jack LaLanne put his meat in there? He was very old when that came out. <laughs> he was. The Juice Man? The Juice Man. Like he, he died like 10 years ago and he was like in his 90s. He was very old. And he juiced his meat, is your saying? I wonder if he juiced his meat. Like I wonder if it was actually purely something that he did because he was of an age where you start doing things like that. Like I feel and like if you juice your meat, it just separates the juice from the meat. It's like, is he going to drink no, blood or no, 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 he would have needed a harem of men to make a full glass of of meat juice. I don't, know, I don't think he's just drinking meat juice. What I'm saying yeah, it's either grease or blood. What I'm saying is like, no meat juice. like somebody would cook his steak for him, then throw it in there so that he could have it. <laughs> 
Well, which side is he eating? Again, is he eating steak juice, which is grease, or is he eating the pulped up steak? Well, it's it's, like the, it's all the whole idea of that oh, yeah, juicer is separates, that it, right? it separates. It's not a blender. I, yeah. I think he does a both. Blender is more what you're looking he for. He probably does both. He he goes into the separated side, the side that's supposed to be quote unquote not edible, <laughs> and he probably, he probably has that too. But he just couldn't put regular bite sizes. Then washes it down with the juice and or blood. Yes, that's probably. <laughs> what he does i feel like it was very practical at that point in his life because he was an old man and i would be kind of into it too i always say because i like to mix food in my mouth that's on my plate like i never i never have a bite of the steak and then a bite of the potatoes it's always like scoop the potatoes up with the steak like a steak spoon and put that in my mouth. Sure. So I like the combos. I'm not always, but I, I like to do that. That's part of the adventure of eating. Sometimes you mix the flavors, but I'm, you're like strict 100% time, you're mixing. You don't ever... I'm only mixing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, Anthony. I'm going to see my parents at Christmas time, and I will ask my dad if he has the juice, man. Yeah. And perhaps just for you, I will put a whole meal in there. <laughs> yes. I will eat and I will drink from it. <laughs> Yes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So what you're going to have, Greg, is you're going to have really dry whatever on one side and then just this <laughs> grease and blood on the other. But and go really, for it. I'll just, I'll just combine it like Anthony's saying, and it's basically like I'm eating exactly what I would have. Yeah. I don't think it juices it so <laughs> yeah, quick that it's course. dry. Like, it doesn't dry it, too. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's a perfect. That's why you got that whole eighth of a glass of, of orange juice every time. <laughs> it's probably just like niblets. Yeah, totally. But anyways, I would definitely use it for that. I feel like Jack LaLanne was genius for the, for for inventing. Well, Jack LaLanne was a genius for making millions off of anything infomercial. That's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. Well, how about you, Anthony? Did you ever purchase any items or your parents ever purchased any of these made, made you know? We will get to that right after the break. shake weight i bought a shake weight i did buy you a did, shake didn't weight. you i did correct oh my uh, god i can't believe you own a shake weight however i will preface it that it was not it's not as fun as it seems because i was already i was i was way ahead of myself and i was buying it already ironically to give in the white elephant at a christmas party oh well yeah so uh it's not as fun a story but i did buy a shake weight you know that the shake weight person made money off of me i don't know who they are i would like a, i would like to try a slap chop Oh yeah, that was a big that was a big fad for a while. There's definitely a bunch that I wanted to try. I'd be interested in a lot of that shit. I mean, it's just a lot of it's just kind of funny. I don't know. It makes me laugh. My mom. So I'll, I'll, now now let's get to other some other stuff because I, I think I only ever bought the shake weight. That's the only thing I ever bought. But I hate buying things. I don't like buying things generally. So there's that. Uh, but anyways, mom. My mom was very into the, the QVC when I was growing up. So I know. But I couldn't name like particular things that she would buy. But I remember her being really into like uh, 
it was so popular in the mid 90s. I feel like the QVC was such a big to do. And so I remember like she would like watch it. She was like familiar with the people on there. But I can't tell you exactly what what she bought. The only other thing I remember that we bought as a family was Mob Hits. The CD for Mob Hits. Oh, yes. Yeah, and we listened to it often at dinner. Hey, compadre, mi su madre. Yeah. Kizzy suona la saxifona. So even to this day, when Meredith's making Italian food, we'll listen to Mob Hits. Not the CD anymore, but now I'll say, hey, Alexa, play Dean Martin. And it's great because <laughs> I love cliches. Well, that's not Mob Hits, though. I mean, you need to ask Alexa to play the tracks of Mob Hits. She can't find it. That's the thing. She can't, I would love for her to find it, but she can't find it. I'm always upset with what she can't find. I, she, she, she lets me down all the time. I wonder if you could be like, hey, play now. That's what I call music 34. <laughs> Have you ever seen that fake ad called now that's what I call Mongolian throat singing? Yes. I think that's fantastic. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that. I also really enjoy Mongolian throat singing in small spurts. Oh, yeah? Have you gone to a concert? Oh, no. <laughs> you found a Mongolian? But occasionally I'll throw some YouTube on, <laughs> especially when I can see the guy singing because it's even it's that much better. Like, you're, you don't put it on to do other stuff. You don't, like, clean the house to Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> no, but I probably should. I bet it would get you in a zone. I don't know what that zone would be, but it would be say, I don't as know what zone. zone that would be. I mean, do you meditate? Are you a meditating man? Mm-mm, I am not. I feel like it'd be good for that. I would meditate for just some, some Mongolian throat singing. It's like a human didgeridoo. Make me want to try some meditating to Mongolian throat singing, or even like yoga to Mongolian throat singing. I, yeah, I'd be, I'd be super. I did some nice yoga today. <laughs> it does sound like a didgeridoo. It does. It's the Asian didgeridoo. I wonder if they ever thought about just using didgeridoos. <laughs> then it's not throat singing. Or I guess a didgeridoo is redundant if you could do it yourself. Huh. I don't know. They, they scoff at Australians. Yeah. Trouble for the Eastern Hemisphere, I guess. Producer EJ is... Uh, He's cut out. Is totally... We're just going to keep talking about didgeridoos and Mongolian throat singing while he figures his shit out. We'll move on. What do you think we should do? Should we ask another question? Yeah, hit me. Okay, all right. We got more, so we might as well just do one more while he's figuring it out. Do another one. Okay, let's go for how long do you keep birthday, anniversary, thank you cards? How often do you, how long do you keep your greeting cards? Um, anybody except my wife and now also my daughter, I keep, you know, indefinitely. You keep- oh, no, I'm sorry. Anybody except, no, anybody except yeah, I was gonna like, say. Theirs, theirs I keep indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else's. I usually like, you know, maybe hang it on the fridge, maybe display it for a little bit. I think when I when I own a home, I'll probably put them up for like Christmas cards or whatever. And then once the season is over, probably going in the trash. Oh, good for you. <laughs> because I, weirdly, I don't save, like I like to throw everything out. I don't like keeping stuff generally, like things. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, cards, I save every card. I've got a big old. Really? Yeah, I've got a big old sack of cards. That I have just years. I'm going to start sending you cards. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep them. I don't know why. It's like, I, I don't know. Maybe I think that I'm, I'm fooling myself. Like I'll get old and I'll want to I'll read them to feel nostalgic. But to like to have this thing taking up space in my apartment for 20, 30 years for that day, for one day's enjoyment. That's insane. 
It doesn't seem worth it, actually, when I can think about it rationally. Oh, I'm going to send you a car that's like Happy Tuesday. You're going to get it on like a <laughs> Saturday. I'll keep them all. I'm just going to start sending you cards. I am go- I'm going to hold you to that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the cheapest, largest abundance of cards I can find and send you one like every day <laughs> until you physically cannot possibly keep all your cards. Like I have to move out of my apartment. Because it's all cards. And then I will be offended if mine are the only cards that you choose to throw out. No, no, I'll keep them all. I will just live, I will move out of my apartment so that your cards can live there in my stead. I'll live on the street. Well, you're in the right place now. You're in a bigger apartment, at least. I mean, I, I feel like I could have moved you out of Hell's Kitchen. There is more real <laughs> estate in the apartment now for your greeting cards. Correct. <laughs> I want there to just, I want, I want greeting cards to be everywhere from me in your apartment. They will be. Don't worry. Is there anything that you do kind of irrationally save or hang on to? My wife is not much of a saver of things, so she has kind of gotten me to not save things. Oh, I see. Like, I used to have a can that I shot with a gun, like with my dad at the range. I used to have those. Yeah. I still have a Coke bottle from my graduation. They got us, like, 2003 graduation Cokes, and I have one of those. Mm. I had an experimental Mountain Dew can. That Wait, I kept for a long time. Did it look like a penis? No, it was just like a silver can that said like Mountain Dew flavor RJ001493. And I kept that for a long time because I thought it was cool. It was, like an, it was like a, you know, people didn't get them. Did you drink it? Yeah, I drank it. It was an empty can. Did it taste different? Was the flavor different? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Experimental flavor. Was it crazy? Did it taste like celery? Eh, no, it was probably like right before like Code Red came out. So it was probably like a variation of Code Red. Oh, I remember Code Red. Did you ever have Celery? The celery soda? <laughs> no. Why would I drink celery soda? Do you like celery? Not so much that I would have it in soda form. I've definitely had some celery. It's all right. If you like celery, it's going to be your thing. <laughs> yeah, but some... All right, so I found out... I, I didn't know this. I found out some people hate celery the way I hate cucumbers. I don't like cucumbers either. Which is a lot. I don't hate cucumbers, but I don't like them. See, and then I, what I have found, though, is that if you hate cucumbers, you don't hate celery. And if you hate celery, you don't hate cucumbers. Interesting. Wait, so you hate you hate cucumbers? I hate cucumbers. Do you like pickles? Recently, yes. Only in the last few years. I'm, I mean, I don't hate cucumbers. I just, cucumbers to me are a non-food. It's just, there's almost, they're next to nothing there. So I never have gotten into them when they appear in my salad. See, so that's my thing. That, that's the argument I've heard about celery from people. Some people like, it has a disgusting flavor. I think celery is just like water sticks. Yeah. It doesn't taste like anything. It's a vessel for other things. Like I love putting peanut butter on a celery stick. That's right. It's delicious. Yes, exactly. Um, and people say that about cucumbers, where to me, if I have like cucumbers in a salad, it ruins every piece of lettuce that the cucumber touches. Oh. Cucumber water in a hotel, disgusting. Oh, interesting. Huh. That's like Meredith and Mint. Oh. See, Amanda will like get like a cucumber, like like liquor drink when we when we used to go out. And she'd be like, no, taste it. You barely taste a cucumber. If I drink that... All I taste is cucumber. Oh, yeah, that's Meredith and Mint. Meredith really, really... I mean, she doesn't have mint toothpaste. She has to buy Tom's children's flavor toothpaste because it's not... Oh, we have some of that for Ruby. Yeah, because it's not mint stuff. If you guys come visit, she can share Ruby's toothpaste. Yeah, she will be <laughs> delighted because she just... She finds it absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I think she would rather be stuck in a fart chamber than smell mint. <laughs> fart chamber? Yeah, like, you know, picture... But I mean, at least mint... Like, wow, that's crazy. Mint... I was going to say mint smells good, but apparently to Meredith it doesn't. Absolutely disgusting. See, I don't want to eat mint. I don't like mint juleps. I don't like 
mojitos with mint mushed in them or whatever it is. It's just so weird how, <clears throat> like, I can never understand that. Like, like, how we can't understand those things about other people. You know, like, yeah. how you find cucumbers disgusting. It's like, I can never... It's like there's like a, a lack of empathy. It. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. I think you get to a certain point. But I can't. I have no empathy for you and your water pouring because I think that's ridiculous. Ex- yeah, exactly. You're going to see me raging one day and you're just going to. Yeah. You never really know, you know. Man, I can't believe in all in the in the, the, the times I did come visit you, I didn't pour water slowly into a glass. It wouldn't bother me. It would only bother me if I was already in a bad mood. Well, then I'd get you in a bad mood and then pour water into a glass. Yeah, if you, de- if you depressed me. And then poured water slowly, such that it was the only thing that I could hear. Like the only thing going on was the water pouring. Uh, then yeah, I'd be a little upset. I would just it just makes me have a little bit of existential dread. So if if I had taken like what was it the Ace of Hearts and tore it in half, yeah, that would have been made me a little sad. And then slowly poured water into a glass. Yeah, because now you can't use that deck of cards ever again in a real in a real game. I mean, especially because that's like so much to do. Like, all that would take a little while. No, it wouldn't. It would take a minute. You'd have to tear the card. Then you have to go into the kitchen. You got to get the water going. What if I just walked into the kitchen? You're like, what are you doing? And then from your kitchen, knowing you have that little viewing window, I held up the card, tore it. Oh, I see. You had it and ready. And then started pouring water slowly into a glass. Yeah, that might bother me. I don't know if that would send me into like a blind rage or anything, but it, it would It would bother me. Yeah. All right. Anyways, you should try celery. Give it a whirl. I don't know. I don't know if I want to try celery. Don't drink cucumber soda. I wonder if there's cucray. Cucray. I'm sure there is. Cuxy. Cuca-Cola. Oh, celery drink. What is this? It's delicious if you like celery. But you're right. Celery is just kind of the vehicle for things like blue blue cheese or or like uh or like you put it in like a soup like you cut up celery put it in a soup and it just oh, takes yeah. on all the different flavors of a soup yeah yeah then i'm okay with the celery celery is all just fine it's fine it's fine i hate cucumbers though yeah that's interesting i love pickles though oh my god uh all right enough of us i think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hang this one up for the night yeah it's been we're gonna do it without without ej we're, we're not worried about him anymore but uh thank you for the write-in we always love the write-ins and you can dial in at 929-352-6173, and you can give us some of your own write-ins. Everybody, we love to feast our eyes on them and then recite them. And you can send us an email. Let me ask you a question, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, please, please, please send us an email and, and let us know what you have on your mind, because we would love to think about it and respond. Then you can go to Insta or Twitter at Pod. You can follow us there. You can look at all our little wacky pictures and thoughts. You can go to a Reddit. We have a subreddit for Let Me Ask You a Question. Uh, and go to Muta TV as well. Listen to the other podcasts. Listen to White Wasabi. You can listen to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. You can listen to the Derek D. Dozen, hosted by my very own cousin. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know that I was one. Uh, and <laughs> and you can buy all of our swag at Muta TV. Yeah, go to the shop. Go to the shop. You can get... You can get the Aloha Greg mug. You can get the drunken pelican with the straw sticking out of its funny little gullet. Margarita pelican, right? I mean, it, margarita. Yeah, margarita bird. Margarita bird. We're uh, we're approaching the holidays. It's safe to buy that stuff. This is good. Everybody's going to love you. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's what we got. All right. And anything else we got? Anything you got, Greg? Uh, you check out Anthony on Instagram at Anthony doing stuff. You check out me at the Gregor man. Uh, you can check out EJ at We Are All Spies or EJ Dukoski. I forget. 
Either way, we can cut that. He can cut that one out if he wants, but definitely we are all spies. Yeah, this is his problem now. I hope he inserts himself into this somehow. That'll be fun. That'd be great if he answers our questions. That's a lot of work, but... That would be a lot of editing work. And he's working now. We're busy. We're busy men now. All of us are working again. You're working, right? Well, yeah, I'm working, but you know, <laughs> not really. A little bit. Very I little guess bit. EJ, EJ and I are working now, so a little busier. Yeah, working boys. Uh, all right, everybody. We love you. Thanks for the write-in, and we'll talk to you all next week. TV. Um, oh, yo, my, I go. <laughs> 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 <laughs>